That's not uh, the real Stan Lee nowadays. I mean, he's, uh, probably like somebody uh, voice match. Well, it was like it was like when you were telling, yeah. telling me about when you met him at uh, the convention here in town. He was he had somebody that was speaking for him. He would, he would he would he would he would whisper something to the guy and the guy would talk to you and said, Mr. Lee appreciates your patronage. Something like that. The dude is right, right. Yeah, I mean, so. But he gets up, but then, like, he gets up on on stage and he's like, you know, Jack Kirby and I we did all this. Or he talks about like, wait, well, he, he'll talk about like, uh, like how he thought up uh, like Galactus. Yeah, I heard a. Uh, I don't know if it's true or not, but there's a fun story I heard about the creation of Galactus one time, um, saying that, okay, what they used to do back in the day is Stan Lee would write up a plot synopsis and then hand it over to Jack Kirby, and then Jack Kirby would like just like make up a story, a lot of it, you know, on its own, because, you know, he's a talented storyteller in his own right. And um, supposedly the plot synopsis for the issue where the Galactus appeared was just one sentence, and it was, the FF fight god. And that story that Jack Kirby drew up was his interpretation of them fighting angels and God and things like that. Uh, I remember reading uh, somebody post wrote like this uh, comparison about what Jack Kirby said about the creation of Galactus, and Stan Lee was the creation of Galactus because like it was like Stan Lee thought like you know what if, what if there was like this godlike godlike being who wasn't really necessarily doing wrong but was doing what he thought was necessary for him to survive and Jack Kirby was like and that was like Stan Lee's whole take on it and Stan Lee was like I needed to eat so I made uh, you know a powerful character something to that degree it's just like a very uh, very staunch difference in approaches oh yeah it's kind of interesting going back and like trying to parse out like who came up with what and to what degree one like which idea was Stan's, which one was Jack's, and how much like they collaborated and how much like one took the lead on a certain thing versus another thing. Well, that's that's uh, my biggest complaint about Stan Lee today is he's the only person that gives that perspective, and so there's no one there to either collaborate or uh, correct. I mean, corroborate. Corroborate, yeah. Stop and listen. <laughs> I suspect it was a brand new edition. Yeah. I mean, Stanley does have a bit of a reputation. He, is, he does tell the story different ways at different times. Yes, he does. But it's the only person, I think, like uh, Steve Ditko, he's still alive. He's like a recluse. Oh, Steve Ditko hates the world. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, like. He's become pretty bitter in his old age. Like apparently he what? like even no, went as far as like take some like original Spider Man art that he did back in the day and he's like using it as like a uh, like placemat for like cutting up food or some such thing. <laughs> like uh, to line his kitty litter box. Yeah, things like that. Yeah. But, well, right. I mean he probably didn't get the world's greatest deal from Marvel or anything. Uh, yeah, I mean... Yeah, well, it, it, it is kind of, but, you know, Stan Lee did get a lot of... He became, like, the face man for Marvel Comics, and he did get a pretty sweet deal out of it. You know, Kirby and Dicko gone on to live in relative obscurity. There was, like, somebody... Uh, I remember reading something about Stan Lee where, like, he started out 
in like a one bedroom apartment with him and his brother and his parents. They had like you know this artwork of like how his his life changed from that one bedroom apartment to like a mansion in uh, California. And it's like you know Jack Kirby and Steve Ditko are still like we're still like in the one bedroom apartment. It's it's the same kind of thing with like you know Bill Finger and Bob Kane. You know Bob Kane went on to you know be like you know I made Batman and. And uh, uh, Bill Finger essentially, well, the the story the story went that he was buried in a potter's uh, grave. Isn't it what a, po- a potter's spot? A potter's grave? Something like that. I forget what they call, but it was the, huh? Never mind. I've never heard it called that before until uh, that story. Well, is Popper that, is you now a, a person that is destitute. Essentially, not poppers. Uh, he, it's uh, people who don't have family, where they're buried, a, pop, a potter's lot or a potter's grave. I think that there's a graveyard they use for people who don't have like an ID on them, and they call that potter's field. I don't. Think, that might be what I'm thinking. I don't thinking think of. that you, it's such a general term, a potter's grave. No. But no, the, the, but the actual the actual story with uh, Bill Finger was is that his son came and claimed his body, had him cremated, and took him out to Oregon. And had his ashes spread out on the Pacific. I don't know anything about that, but that's uh If you watch that, I forget if it's on Hulu or Netflix, but there's Third a Batman Marvel and Bill, Kill. or Bill and Batman. It's a documentary about Bill Finger. I do know that Bill Finger did get a pretty raw deal and everything, but oh yeah, I will say that I don't think that it was a comparable thing with Jack Kirby and Steve Ditko. Oh no, it's not. It's nowhere near comparable. I mean. Bill, uh, Bob Kane like cut Bill Finger out of everything. Yeah, I don't think there was a conscious effort on Stan Lee's part to right like, take I mean, at the other's expense. He made smarter business decisions, I think. But well, yeah, I mean, there wasn't anything nefarious that I know of. Uh, for the record, uh, according to Wikipedia, it's Potter's Field or Popper's Grave or oh. Common Grave. Uh, a place for the burial of the unknown or indigent people. A potter's field is a bi- biblical origin referring to a ground where clay was dug for pottery, later bought by high priests of Jerusalem for the burial of strangers, criminals, and the poor. Okay. Now we know. And knowing's half the battle. Hasbro Universe. This is $2. Does anyone besides G.I. Joe do that? Um, I think there were like some lessons like in He-Man. Like at the end of He-Man, like Orko was the one usually and then He-Man comes along and be like, Hey there, kid. He-Man says. Look at me and my bomb there. Yeah, but I don't think it was that. I think it was He-Man says. No, it wasn't like it was. They it was did like, a lot of little lessons, yeah, a little so. like life lessons. At I think the it was like yeah, he man like looks at the camera and like teaches yeah, three, us a valuable moral three, lesson. But I don't three, think that it was or he ran so or it was like it was like you in today's episode we learned that uh, Grandamir wanted to destroy the tree because the tree was the oldest creature than Grandamir. What a dick! Yeah, Grandamir was a bit of a dick. <laughs> Grandamir, for the record, was like a. An ancient dragon who's kind of a dick. You know, dragons, I think, more often than not, are depicted as the bad guys. Like, although there's certainly a lot of 
good guy dragons out there to balance the scales. Draco from uh, Dragonheart. Yeah. Voiced by Sean Connery. And then the terrible sequels to that. I mean, the movie itself was pretty terrible to begin with, let's be honest. It was, but it... it... Uh, man. I forgot about that movie. Randy Quaid is a medieval knight. I do remember that. Who was the prince in that movie? Was that anybody? The one who was the bad guy? The the, the dragon saved the prince. I know, but who's the actor? Oh, he, I think he's the same guy who played um, Professor Lupin in really? the Harry Potter movies. I think it's the same guy. Not, not 100% sure on that. But. Hmm. Well, I guess there's like a 15, 20 year gap between those movies, so... Or at least a while. Yeah. Uh, uh, so, uh, what is there for us to talk about today? Well, there is the new previews for this uh, for March, I believe it is. There are introductions if we want to do those. Uh, who wants to do yeah, introductions? I mean, this is Geeks of the Square Table, episode one eighty two. I'm your host, Lawrence of America, and today with me is Taylor. And AKA David. So, what's up with your shirt? My shirt? Yeah. Oh, it's uh, Master Roshi from Dragon Ball Z. Uh... <laughs> I'm drinking apple juice. Now it's orange juice. Now it's beer. Hooray, beer. That's from the bridge, I think, right? Yes, they made fun of the fact that they would take the English airings of the show and try to censor them in pretty blatantly obvious ways. Yes. A lot of, a lot of like, early. Japanese anime that was translated into English and brought over to the States was like that. The whole uh, Sailor Moon and uh, Sailor Uranus and Sailor oh, Neptune were like, that is another, um, were like cousins, very intimate cousins. There's interesting ways in which they were censored. The original one we were talking about was one where they would just like slap something over the animation to make it look like something else, like taking Master Roshi drinking a beer and make it look like he's drinking, like, grape soda or something yeah. by changing the color. Um, but you're right. They took an entire... Uh, uh, like plot line. Yeah, plot line through a season where um, Sailor Neptune and Sailor Uranus were lovers and turned them into cousins. Yes, very, very close cousins. Which did mean they had to cut out a lot of scenes. But, um... Yeah, David Pulis with the evil prince and dragon. Okay. Is that the same guy who was Lupin? That is the same. That is the same actor who played Remus Lupin. Oh, there's a fun fact for you. But yeah, they had to shield our innocent eyes, I guess, from uh, alcoholism. Nineteen eighty sensibilities. Oh. oh no, this was in the '90s when I was watching it. Um, well, Sailor Moon, uh, Dragon Ball Z, those were all coming on uh, Toonami in the '90s. They were originally airing in Japan in the '80s, sure. But I remember, I remember watching I them before they were on Toonami. Well, most people did not. I feel like those were really introduced in a big way to kids in the '90s. Right uh, now, like I had heard of Dragon Ball Z before Toonami or whatever, but. Yeah, it wasn't nearly as prevalent. Uh, I mean, now of course I'm me and Dave are an older generation. Yeah. You know. Kids of my generation are pretty damn obsessed with Dragon Ball Z, largely because of the Tanami block. There's like animes when I was growing up. There was like a, a like a, a time traveling lighthouse. It's like a little robot and a couple of kids. 
I don't know what he was watching, but I think he's on drugs. So it, it was like biblical stories or something like that. that where it was like that a, was anime. That was a, that was a. It wasn't called anime at the time. It was called Japanimation. Why are why is a Japanese show having time traveling lighthouses teaching kids about Bible stories? I don't know. It just doesn't make any I, time traveling lighthouse. It was a dubious of what you're saying right now, man. It, if I remember correctly, or what I remember of it, it was a it was a time traveling lighthouse. I can buy the premise. I just don't buy that it's Japanese. <laughs> why would they be teaching kids Bible stories in Japan? I don't know. You remember the claymation for. Uh, Samuel, like the the misadventures of Samuel Clemens or Tom Sawyer claymation. Don't doesn't ring a bell. It's like the creepiest shit ever. Period. Was it done by like the same people who did like Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer? Uh, no, but same style claymation. So Tom Sawyer and uh, some girl that's one of the characters in the book. Meet up with Samuel Clemens. Yeah, or that's kind of yeah, meeting right, with, right. Meeting I, with uh, the I, creator. And then they uh, did they and, refer to him that, as Samuel Clemens, Clemens, and not Mark Twain. Um, I think eventually they figure out he's Mark Twain. Yeah, they go to meet Haley's Comet on an airship. Right. Yeah. It was an airship say, shaped like a a, a, a steamboat. Uh, yeah. Yes. Uh, I do remember. And they the, go to. They meet Lucifer. What the fuck? <laughs> I, I shit you not, they meet Lucifer, and uh, they create a world with life forms, and... Ben and Lucifer like, just collaborate on making a world? <laughs> well, no, they also yes. retell the story of Adam and Eve, Eve. in yes. the Garden they're, of Eden. The, they create, like, Lucifer creates a little world that and it does this Adam and Eve, and, okay. yeah. and like, they end up killing these things, and it just... What the fucking fuck? It, it, it's an awesome movie. It's it's a bad trip, man. It's a, it's a movie, bad trip. Movie or is it, is it's it, is a TV it's like a. It was a claymation claymation movie. Was it called The Adventures, the Adventures of Mark, of Mark Twain? Twain. Yeah. Okay. It was 1985. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it is. I own it. The one of the most disturbing kids movies you Lucifer could ever see. <laughs> was this like someone's elaborate grandiose smear campaign against Mark Twain that he's like? Hanging I mean, out with it Satan? is. Well, it may not be. It may not necessarily be Lucifer. It may be a mysterious dark figure who turns out to be Mark Twain's dark side. They refer to him as Lucifer. I'm pretty sure. Well, no, they're, like, so wait, I guess the implication is that Mark Twain himself is literally Lucifer. Then, if that's no. his dark side, there, there's a scene where they go off of one of the decks and you see the devil. That's really it. Okay. No. Okay. There. Okay. Oh man! Twain wrote a, multiple versions of a story. Each involved a supernatural character called Satan or Number 44. Number 44, the mysterious stranger. What the fuck were they on when they made this? <laughs> well, the 60s was over, so they they were on cocaine, I guess. Cocaine was big in the 80s, I guess they needed to switch back to pot because like, like the inspiration juices were not flowing the right way there. On the ship, you have... there's. Two Mark Twains. There's good Mark Twain in his white suit, and then there's the dark side of Mark Twain in his black suit. I'm bad Mark Twain. And at the end, they they go to meet Haley's Comet. In the end, they merge together to 
finish the trip with the form, like create, Mark Twain rhyme or to create well no because Mark Twain came <laughs> the in the balance Mark Twain well, well Mark Twain came in under Haley's comment and in the movie he wanted to leave okay with Haley's comment I'm bad Mark Twain and you're good Mark Twain no, goody goody two shoes goody no, goody two shoes more of oh, I'm sorry. depressed and angry Mark Twain yeah uh, I'm, I regret knowing that this thing exists. I, Actually, well, I you really should better. watch it. It no, is a good movie. I am, I'm going to expel the memory of this from my, from my mind. <laughs> if you should watch it while inebriated. I resent you guys for telling me about it. Ugh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, whatever. Uh, but the uh, Dragon Ball Z yeah, and uh, Taylor Moon and all that—it that, that was actually kind of the second wave of Tsunami. The first wave was stuff like Voltron, um, which I do remember watching that. Uh, <laughs> as a kid too, it was a, a dick animation DIC. Do it yeah. cheap. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't the best animation, but um, I don't know. I mean, Voltron is just like cool on a very like fundamental level, you know, giant lion robots. Oh yes. Have you seen, like, the latest season of uh, Voltron? I haven't seen any of the Netflix Voltron. You need to. I probably should. You really need to. And he is playing... I'm still not convinced I want to see this. Fuck! It's like this Okay, so... Honey, honey, yeah. Mark... Tom Sawyer looks like a goddamn corpse. <laughs> so yeah, the time uh, he calls himself an angel, and yeah, uh, it was like the Morning Star, and so it's this creepy, like mask, just kind of hovering there with a body. It's. Uh, it, for for like a visual reference, if you remember uh, the face in the Evil Queen's mirror, that's what it kind of reminds me of. Yeah, I could see that. But I'm telling you, watching this as a five year old was kind of disturbing. Mark Twain wrote some of the most beloved beast of fiction of all time. Why the fuck are they making this the movie about Mark Twain? Then they've just made like Huck Finn or like the celebrated Jumping Frog of Calabria County or something. I feel like there were so many better options than whatever. The jumping frog of Calvary Calendar is in this. He, he yeah, detailed, like uh, almost all the like it's him telling the yeah, all the stories just make and those stuff. instead of making this fucked up like. Uh, see, so <laughs> devil angel. The the Morning Star uh, has has to make all these little claymation people and then gives them life. Uh, kind of like that scene from uh, the very of uh, the first. Uh, Class of the Titans, where they have like the the gods have the arena with all those. You know that movie does figures. not hold up. I no, it don't. But it also had claimant. It also had stop motion. Hurry yeah, up. this is a small. This is like the most disturbing scene. But the rest of the movie's fine. Right, and that scene's only like a few minutes. Right, it's like watching a kids' movie and there's snuff porn. Uh, you know, cut in the middle of it. <laughs> the the story with Adam and Eve though is great. Yeah. Yeah, Adam keeps going over the waterfall and different things. He's like, first time he went over it a barrel, <laughs> then he went over the log, and, and, and then he went over an inflatable. Sam well, shows them like cel- all the little around, clay people celebrating, celebrating and... with just some off yeah. yeah. 
And then eventually they'll start getting into a fight. They got little soldiers and guards. Alright, I think I think that's enough of this for now. But you haven't got to the part where the angel's face dissolves like, into like this creepy skeleton thing. Is it, isn't this care. like the same claymation studio that did the California Raisins? I don't know. The, fighting over a golden calf? or I, I, that's it's like a deer? Well, it's supposed to be a cow. It's a good movie. Yeah. Not that I encourage the uh, use of hallucinogens at all, but yeah, just I'm saying. Really tripping out on this. <laughs> I always like the part when uh, Adam takes the bite from the apple in the garden. You hear God go, "Oh no, too bad." <laughs> the little house gets an evicted notice on it. <laughs> God is Eeyore. <laughs> well, that's just depressing. No wonder you guys are so fucked up. This is what came on when you were kids. Man, a lot of the 80s cartoons were... were pretty messed up. Or just... They were clearly made by people who grew up in the early 70s and late 60s. Yes, <laughs> that, that, whole, that whole age of experimentation right there. Uh... Or cartoons in the 80s were 30-minute toy commercials. Hardest power Okay, so who's that one? The redhead. That's supposed to be uh, Tom Sawyer or Huck Finn 1. Oh, his face is melting. Yeah. The one on the right was Tom Sawyer. The one in the middle was Huck Finn. Wow. And Becky Thatcher. Becky Thatcher. I couldn't remember that name for the life of me. Oh. But, yeah. What the fuck? Honey, honey. And it's all in... Yeah. In... Mark Twain's head. It's, yeah. Like, literally, like, physically in his head. What was the name of that video? Creepy something or other? Creepy Disturbing Children's Cartoon. Uh, yeah, it's a, that's, a, that's an apt title. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you can also find that clip under Scariest Kids Show Ever. <laughs> also apt. Feel free to YouTube that. I mean, if you haven't seen it, it is. Um, I mean, don't. I mean, it's you're you're fine not seeing it. I wish I uh, hadn't seen it. Yeah. Uh, of course. Uh, you can probably find the whole movie on there. My life isn't particularly any better now that I've seen it. Are, are you sure? No. I mean, I feel like it's worse off now, honestly. Oh. Yeah. Um, so let's see. Huh. Uh, whatever. Um uh, well while I brought up YouTube, uh now I, I won't subject you to the videos, but there was a YouTuber who got banned from magic for life. Oh uh, um 
for, um, MTG for, headquarters, right? Yeah, yeah. Our unslaved media or whatever he's calling himself now. What did he do? Travis. His name is Travis. Uh, I, I, now I thought it was something with a J, but Jared. Jeremy, whatever. But anyway, so he had uh, made a lot of very uh, poor taste jokes and well, you know, uh, about at a, a, uh, directed at a cosplayer called uh, C Sprinkles, uh, Christine Sprinkle, uh, who who is known in the magic community for doing uh, various characters like Liliana Vess and Avison. She she was uh, the official Star City cosplayer that would go he, to all their events. He and was stuff like his that. comments about her were so bad that it actually chased her out. Of well, magic cosplay. Now well. and now they—I I don't know all the details. They've gone back and forth a lot, but he is pretty much like a very. Yeah. You know, he reviews a lot of stuff, but he reviews it by just destroying it. Like he just trashes a lot of stuff. A very negative persona. He, he is, he's very caustic. To like the uh, magic community. Like an angry Rush Rush Limbaugh. Um, wow. Did you see like? like did shit. you see like the but, the Tolarian Community uh, College's uh, re, uh, reply shoot. or video about him? Yeah, yeah, that uh, was a very well done video from the professor. Because he was like, this video was supposed to be a video about how to be a better control player. But uh, you know, he had made a lot of comments, uh, even to go so far as to say. Uh, now, as somebody, and not just to this one, but but other people in general, like, um, you know, um, just bashing them well, based on their happen, looks or whatever, you what know. What would happen was he would bash them and then his followers would Right, relax. so the, essentially he got uh, perma banned for inciting others to troll. And they got so much worse. Now he'd only done a little bit, but uh, here and there. But he also encouraged other people to go and harass these people. Uh, so it was the point of where, well, you know, I'm getting people making death threats in his name and stuff like that. Weird, crazy stuff. Yeah. Now, of course, I didn't see all the evidence presented to Watsy or whatever, but Watsy made a reactive. It, it, it's interesting because they basically he got banned for stuff that happened completely outside of a magic event, you know, online and YouTube. Well, I mean, he still sounds like a piece of shit, so I don't. Well, you know, I mean, and I don't know how much of it is just an online persona, you know. Uh, yeah, Jeremy so. is his name. Well, he, so, also was, he was also attacking other people like Wedge right, from the right. Manasaur. Now, him and uh, Wedge and uh, they don't like the professor have, have all had incidences before. Yeah, but but he but Jeremy would come right out and like attack on a personal level others. Where you know the Manasaurs and Tolarian Community College and MTG headquarters were huge YouTube channels that re that covered. Magic the Gathering uh, now, and the, products. The, and he YouTube. was one of the uh, earliest uh, YouTubers for Magic. And 
at one point was the largest. But all the people he's attacked had actually surpassed him. So, so there was a, there was like a little bit of jealousy to play, maybe. Maybe. But I definitely thought uh, it was it was an active move to help make a healthier community by uh, essentially major corporation. Now, admittedly, it was a good PR move. And that was probably the driving force, but still. Well, um, I mean, I can't imagine, you know. If something bad happened to an asshole, I think that's all that really matters. Well, it, it's like it's like the guy who did all the pictures at the 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 event where you where like you know the plumber practice showing, and he'd get down, he'd do like some kind of like that. They, like he did the Tebow Neil, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. that, did he get like permanent? Didn't he get like a lifetime ban? No, he got a three year ban. I remember, I do remember reading uh, about Jeremy's ban in regards to that was it was uh, unsportsmanlike conduct was mentioned. Well, the code of conduct uh, is what he was said. He was banned for violating the code of conduct. But they're dictating code of conduct in and uh, uh, a community that they don't own. Yeah, well, it's it's. I think it's banned from sanctioned events, really, isn't it? Right. I mean, you can't actually stop somebody from playing the game. No, you can't. But he can't. He can't enter tournaments. He can't. He can't be a guest at a sanctioned event. Just to recap, he's the fucktard who drove away some. Girl who was doing cosplay who had done nothing wrong, right? Well, pretty much, yeah. Fuck him. Who cares? Right. If you well, want no, to get no, with I mean, a technicality, by all means, go for it. Right. Well, I mean, this is the equivalent of uh, you know the NFL banning somebody for talking shit on a fantasy football league. Yeah. Uh, I get it. It's just, and you know, and I'm fine with it. It's just. <laughs> Not something. It's further out than you would expect a corporation to reach. That's all I was saying. And I thought it was a good thing. And it was just. It's been big uh, buzz on the YouTube sphere here lately. What, is it something? Some new developments occurred? Well, uh, he is also debate. Because uh, Bodo, Magic Online, he had all these cards and stuff like that. And if you get banned for Magic, they, they'll cut your account. And while... So... I think he is con er, trying to figure out if he can sue them for seizing his digital cards, which, of course, he can't, you know. The long story short is you don't own digital cards, you know, unless you actually uh, redeem them and they send them to you. You don't actually own those cards. Now, now, uh, and, and so... And, the uh, <laughs> so a lot of and they've also had an effect on his quote livelihood because you know he is one of the people that makes a living 
doing YouTube, you know. Um, so that's the other, can it be damage of, you know, income and all this other stuff? Well, YouTube and their rules rules and policies is doing a lot of damage to people who make money off of YouTube nowadays. Yeah. They, 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 it's called the adpocalypse. Yeah. Now, now corporations can come in and say, we don't like the content of this video, we don't want you know, our ads running with this video, so if they've monetized this video, they can't monetize it. They can't be monetized now, or you have to take the monetization off. That's, that's a that's a big thing. Well, it, from my understanding, though, was that it would only run on certain... Yeah. Well, it, it, like there was an issue with uh, a YouTuber named Casey Neistat, who I believe was in the wake of the Las Vegas shooting, made a video where he wanted people to make donations, and YouTube said that they did not want, you know, to capitalize on or monetize uh, videos like that, but. On, on the other hand, they were monetizing, or they were running ads before, like, um, Jimmy Kimball, or... Who was the guy on the on the man show with uh, Adam Carolla? Jimmy Kimmel, I think. Yeah. Okay, it was Jimmy yes. Kimmel. They had, like, where Jimmy Kimmel was talking about the, the Las Vegas shooting. They were running ads on his video. But they weren't allowing, like, a, a homegrown YouTuber like Casey Neistat to do that. And you have, like, other YouTubers who talk about this quite a bit. H3H3 Productions uh, brings this to the forefront uh, quite often, uh, talking about how YouTube, their, their policies hurt creators in such a fashion that it is now more difficult for somebody to make a living with YouTube videos. And a majority of YouTubers... Do now have Patreon. Well, to 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 help them out in that regard. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know. Ads on YouTube. While I don't think they'll ever go away. Yeah. Um. Now it's also. Uh, you know, naturally, there's so little money in that, you know, <laughs> you've got to do something else. Well, it was, when YouTube, when they first started monetizing videos on YouTube, it was kind of a brave new frontier. You had the rise of, like, these the videos with, like, the social, the prank channels with, like, the social experiment videos. And then there was a backlash to that. Um, well, you but know. You, you had, like, you know, homegrown, gra grassroots creators, and then all of a sudden... Uh, major studios come in, uh, networks start coming in, uh, like uh, uh, Phil DeFranco. Uh, he has a, a, an entire like social media network that, that uh, you know, his video, I think it's, I think it's like, it's not BuzzFeed, I'm trying to think what it was, Source or Feed or something like that. But, uh, but there's a lot of interconnectedness. Right. Uh, like, well, and, like there's a whole there's a whole YouTube empire that is owned that's like a subsidiary of Disney, and they're not like you know they don't carry the Disney logos. I think there was like even a joke thrown in for like epic uh, rap battles of history. Uh, well, uh, that that made kind of a joke about that. Uh, it wasn't a joke thrown in. It was now. One of the rap, I mean, 
uh, Stanley versus Jim Henson. That's the one. Uh, yeah, Walt Disney is the third, and he he's like he comes in for the last half. Well, he comes yeah. in, but there, he says a line to to Jim and Stan that essentially says that I even own this whole series. Well, that's because Disney bought the company that uh, was funding Epic Rap Battles. But yeah. the thing about Epic Rap Battles is, is that they're just one part of a larger network. So they're, you know, I, I, I'm, yeah, but that's uh, Disney so, has bought a lot of companies. Yes, Disney uh, buys a lot of companies. Yeah, I mean that's most most of your major companies are, you know, owned by somebody else you don't don't know. I mean, are you familiar with the name Unilever? That is like uh, Dial and soaps. I know they make soaps. They make everything. Yeah, they make, they make everything. everything. But they make I... Prego, Ragu, Bertoli, you know, Dove. Now, yeah. uh, I, I, I know that I, I yeah, know of I mean, Unilever because I use soap from Unilever. Like, Johnson, right, Johnson, exactly. Trojan. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. Uh, but uh, speaking of Disney yeah, properties, did have you. I mean. Philip Morris and Kraft are owned by the same people. See, you say, yeah. speaking of Disney properties, you can be talking about anything. Yes. There's just, have you seen... I can't narrow it down based off of that. Have you seen the new Star Wars movie? Of course I have. What'd you think of it? I liked it. I thought it was pretty good. I, I just don't get the I don't get the backlash about, you know, like well, when Luke Skywalker went into hiding because essentially Obi-Wan and Yoda went into hiding. I will say that I liked Force Awakens better. I thought I feel like Force Awakens is a stronger entry in the series. Yes. Um, this one did have less like kind of like stand up and cheer moments, so to speak. Like, I feel like I have more nitpicky things I can complain about with this movie than with Force Awakens. I do. I feel that way too. I feel that if if Admiral Holdo had essentially told. Poe yeah. plan that half the movie would not be Why necessary. Why did it have to be a secret? Why, if I thought our plan was to just fly in a straight line until we run out of gas, I'd probably take a desperate action myself. That seemed like a stupid plan. I don't know why she didn't like share the actual plan with anyone. It didn't make any sense because it, that would eliminate like half the movie right there. And that being said, things went to shit because Poe did take things into his own hands. Oh, yes. Which, you know, it's, he's not excused from it, but... Yeah, just I don't get why that was the case. Like, I feel like they needed to put something, some sort of rationale into the movie for why Poe was not privy to the information. Like, other than other than he being demoted. Okay, sure. Because Laura Dern's character was like a complete bitch. It wasn't Leia's last official command to demote you, Captain. But I mean, whatever. But. I also think it would have been better served if they had ex- like stretched out the time frame, like give Ray like a few months to train with Luke or a few weeks even instead of like a weekend. It did seem, yeah, it did seem like this it was like they crammed a lot in. Over, also, over the course of the movie, it did seem like it was like like a three day weekend. Yeah, I mean it was. Ray only spent like one or two nights on Luke on, at the Jedi Temple planet. Um. Rose and Finn could have had a more developed relationship too because it went from like she hates him because he's a deserter to she sacrifices herself for him and kisses him 
in like two days. Yes. Yeah. I did like the character of Rose. I thought she was a uh, nice addition yeah. to, to the group. I said that, like mo I like most of the movie. It just feels like it wasn't quite put together the right way. I feel I, my my overall feeling of the Last Jedi is it is a nicely done fan film. I guess that's pretty apt. But I mean, I shouldn't just be sitting here sounding like I'm shitting on the whole thing. Like, I love like Luke going out with like the shot where it's like reminiscent of his like iconic scene on like Tatooine, looking at the two suns off in the horizon. That was great. I love that. That was a great scene. Um, I I do like the fact that Kylo is so conflicted because even even Snoke pointed it out that you killed your father and it split your soul to the bone. Yeah, that was that because he 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 couldn't bring himself to do that to fire on the bridge. No, of, the, of Leia's ship, but they still fired on the bridge of Leia's ship. And it was really moving seeing uh, Luke and Leia's final scene together. Because you knew Luke was gonna die, like when that started. I didn't expect him to, to die in this movie. I kind of expected him to die. In well, the you know, he's going to be back as a force ghost yeah. in the next one. I, I, I do appreciate that Yoda showed up. Yeah. Although I did see someone point out online, if the Jedi ghosts are this capable of interfering with the physical world, what the fuck have they been doing this whole time? Yeah. Couldn't they have just smoked the First Order, like, the way I explain that in my head is that Yoda could only be that directly involved in the physical world because that location had such a strong connection to the Force. Yeah. So maybe he couldn't do that in other places that don't. Because, well, he, like, on Dagobah, he used De he used Dagobah to hide because that place had such a strong connection to the dark side, to hide its presence. And I do agree that the, the island with the tree, which I guess is the first Jedi temple, has such a connection to the Force that Yoda can can interact to a degree. Well, I mean, quite a lot. He could, like, call down a fucking lightning strike. Yeah. But, um... And, well, and Luke. Luke can project the Force projection across half the galaxy. Yeah. So there has to be a really good, strong uh, focal point yeah. there. Um... I saw um, The Shape of Water yesterday. How was that? That is a very good movie. It is uh, very much Beauty and the Beast meets the Creature from the Black Lagoon. Um, I, I had heard some jokes before I went and saw it that it was like, you know, the Abe Sapien from Hellboy origin movie. And it's nothing like that. I, the, the only connection between... The character it, looks similar to Abe. No, there, there are... From what I've seen in the previous there are There are physical differences between him I know it's not the exact same fucking thing, but yes, they do look alike. And it is the same actor. Yes, I know. I mean, Trey Day. Doug Jones is in all of the Marvel movies. Oh yeah, so, yeah. He was the the, the the one guy with the eyes in his hands. Yeah. What they called him. Except for maybe Pacific Rim, I don't think I can think of any of them. Well, he could have been he could have been motion capture for Kaiju. He might have been. Be, or the Jaegers. I wouldn't be surprised at all to find out that he was. But. That was, it was, um, oh, it is a Del Toro movie, so, um, there's a lot of visual aesthetic to it. But overall, um, I'm just kind of, I would go see it again, but it's not showing at, uh, Opry Mills, 
or they didn't have it posted for showing today at Opry Mills. It does seem like a limited release. It, it was a limited release, and limited screens. Yeah, yeah. It, it's one of those movies. I think it was. I don't know. It's like they they almost expect it to. Uh, they do some of these movies, and they're like, "Well, we're gonna sell this on DVD." Yeah, we just put it out in theaters just for to win awards and. Yeah, or to be nominated so they can well, help like, sell the it's DVD. Like, or... It's like this movie Hostel with like Kevin or not Kevin uh, Christian Bell. Huh? I don't think so. It's not out yet, but they're like saying it's oh, the best movie of the year. It comes out in January 5th or something like it's that. It's called Hostel? I think it's called Ho- The Hostels. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking about that Eli. Thing. No. This is this is like uh, Christian Bell as like a Union cavalry soldier in the, in the American West dealing with, I guess, Comanches or Apache or... Oh, Christian Bale? Christian Bell. I thought you were saying Kristen Bell, like the girl from Frozen. No. There's... Let it go. Let it go. That, that's not Kristen Bell. That's uh... <laughs> Christian Bell. Christian Bale. Bale. You gotta... It's not Bell, it's Bale. Like a bale of hay. I know, you're saying Bell instead of Bale. Like a bale of hay. Fuck you, David. Just, it's... Whatever. <laughs> yeah, pronunciation isn't important on an audio podcast. <laughs> it's funny because the opposite is true. I mean, you're the same when you said Bubba Fett. Bubba Fett. It's Boba. <laughs> Whatever. Bubba I still want to see the Bubba Fett show. I mean, I, I, I like that idea. <laughs> no, we're going to go ahead and soup up the Slave One, man. We're going to put some spinner rims on it. We're going to take it out and take it for a test drive in the mud pits. <sighs> Damn you, Solo. Why do you got to do this shit to me? Somebody call Jabba, see if there's a contract out on Solo. So now I'm just picturing, like, Jabba the Hutt dressed up like Boss Hog or something. <laughs> 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 it would be more entertaining than the last Star Wars movie. <laughs> <laughs> Burn. Roscoe Pico. Anywho. Anywho. Wow. This is taking a turn for the worst. It has. It really has. I'm speaking of the uh, most recent Star Wars movie, I do feel like it's kind of an odd choice that they like seem to intentionally like take the piss out of a lot of the things that were set up in Force Awakens. Like, oh, who's who are Ray's parents? It's a big mystery. Oh, they're just smucks. You know, just a couple of assholes. <laughs> they're, they're about as bad as uh, Charles Manson's mother. They uh, sold her off for a drink. Drinking money. Evidently. So yeah, apparently they were like they built it up like, oh, is it Luke? Is it Obi Wan? Is it yeah? No, it's just some nobodies. It could also be that Kylo Ren is just messing with her. Too. It could be, but for now, I'm gonna take him at his word. Well, until there's somebody. With authority that can, yeah, because this is the this is this is the opposite of Luke. I am your father. Kind of. Ray, your father is completely inconsequential. 
but oh and then also like well that's oh, like the whole mystery like oh who's snoke who's snoke doesn't matter now i got cut now <laughs> you got like it's most snoke is a kebab is what he is he kind of had like a, a bridge dropped on him you know just like a very ignoble death and very like Unless he, unless he, they could have done so much more with that well, character. Yeah, I mean, like you never well, really know who he was. Apparently, he was just some like dark force using asshole. Like, it is a it is a trope in Star Wars to introduce a badass villain and essentially kill them off in the same movie. But not like the big bad. Well, uh, Darth Maul says what? Yeah, Darth, yeah, Darth Maul. Maul was just, well, fuck the prequels. I mean, if you're citing those for reference, then you know you're going to a bad place. Well, um, <laughs> fair enough. Well, Darth Maul, um, Count Dooku, and they did not kill Count Dooku immediately. They killed him in the next movie. But his, and again, if you're citing the prequels. General Grievous. If you are citing any of the prequels, you're not going in a good direction, are you? Okay, well, okay. but they got but Sam Jackson in them. Because the Emperor wasn't introduced. We knew Palpatine's backstory from the, the prequels, but you see he was him only in the a, one movie. No, I mean, you see him as a floating head in Empire. That's something. Well, you saw. You, you met Count Dooku in. Attack of the Clones. Yeah, and he kicked their asses. Yes. But whatever. Again, just, they, the, the, the next villain, time you think, the hey, villains, I'll mention something from the prequels, just go ahead and stop the right there. It doesn't matter. The villains don't last long. <sighs> but this was supposed to be like... Means I like the prequels, okay, day. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he is Darth Pelagius and he can res himself again. I don't know. but Maybe he'll show up as a force ghost and shoot lightning back at Yoda. Who knows? Difficult to say. Yeah, it is kind of a bit of a letdown that they give like so much. He he knows so much of the backstory between like Vader and the Emperor. You know that. It just seems like they did a lot of build up for things that were consciously squashed in this movie. <laughs> Snoke and Rey's origins. Do you think it was? Do you think it was? Was Rain Johnson? Ryan Johnson. I know he had a hand in writing it, but I don't know the director. Like, I know, and he had a hand, dude. I know he had a hand in writing it as well. I was saying. But do you think that this was his just essentially his middle finger to your? I was series? in the middle of trying to answer that. I think that he had a hand to play in shaping the plot here, but I don't know how much of a, like, fixed endpoint he had to work to, because I know that he's not in charge of the overall plot. Or or he might be, I don't know. Maybe, like, they are going to just start writing episode 9 where this one left off. I don't know if they already had a general idea of how the whole trilogy is going to end. I just don't know. I don't know how much of a framework he had to work inside of, or if he had just total agency to do whatever he wanted. Well, if it... If, uh, is there a Snoke action figure? There is. Okay. I wonder if it just splits in half. Like you push a button and... There like may the be an alternate variant. <laughs> yeah. Twist his arm down and then let go and it just flies apart. There, are, there are two Snoke vinyl pop figures. There's a holographic vinyl pop and then there's a, just a three inch or the, the regular size. So the question is... Do they introduce another big bad just to make an action figure? Well, I mean, Kylo Ren is 
so I guess the big bad now. Wasn't he the big bad in the last one? He was the sort of. He was the bad. So he was the vice bad. He was yes, he was. Well, that's like saying Darth Vader wasn't the big bad. It was the Emperor. You can make the argument that he indeed was not. Yeah, fair enough. Darth Vader fills a trope called the dragon, where he's not like the big super overarching bad guy, but rather the guy who actually goes out and does the things that need to get done for the day-to-day operations of the evil empire. Um, similar characters are Azula from Avatar. Um, Vader is probably the most iconic one I can possibly name, so we might as well just leave it there. But they are the ones who are most directly opposing the good guys. They're the ones who are out there doing the actual work part of the day-to-day evil machinations. Whereas the big bad usually sits back and is the final boss. Someone they have to work their way up to, climb the ladder to. Although Vader is a great example of the dragon being much more iconic and arguably more of a threat than the big bad actually is. Huh. Do I need to start calling you Darth Travis? Oh, so you're the Palpatine to his Vader? <laughs> Darth Travis. Larry's much more maniacal than I am. So, Bring yeah. me some donuts. I don't doubt that for a moment. weird place with Last Jedi. I liked it. I thought it was a good movie, but I'm not Can you show me on the doll where the movie touched you? I'm not gonna I wanna say I'm unsatisfied with it. Just like I'm not like over the moon for it like I usually am after seeing a Star Wars movie that I like, you know. I didn't enjoy it as much as Force Awakens or Rogue One. Oh well. But you still hate the prequels worse than this. By far. Oh, yes. That's, that's not even a comparison. This was drastically better than the prequels. Fair enough. How bad are we talking? Iron Man 1, 2, or 3? I liked all of those, so... I mean, Iron <laughs> if I had to rank those three, I do think that Iron Man 2 was the worst of those three, and I did like... I guess I'll say I liked Iron Man 1 better. Iron Man, Iron Man 1 3. is the better of the three entries in the Iron Man I'm not down on Iron Man 3 like a lot of people seem to be. Don't really get the hate on that a lot of people seem to be showing for it. That was the one with the Mandarin, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. I think that was the issue a lot of people had. Dude, the Mandarin is a shitty character. Who cares if they did the fake out? I thought, I thought it was neat that they did the fake out, but that was the big complaint I heard from a lot of people. Yeah. That they gave them this comic-esque looking character and it turned out to be a fake in the movie. Whereas, you know... The Mandarin from the comics is a shitty racist stereotype. He's not this all-time great beloved character. I mean, honestly, Iron Man's robes gallery in general is pretty bad. Iron Monger was probably the best of the bunch. They had already used him. Okay. Who was the bad guy in the first Iron Man? Iron Monger. 
Okay. Obadiah well, Stane, I guess, is the better thing to call him, but yeah. But, um, I don't know if that's a better name. Well, it's the name you're more likely to recognize, because I don't think they ever actually called him Iron Wonder. Yeah, I don't think they did either. Uh, oh, well. Well, I think he made a reference to to it, but not as the character. This is something he was talking about why when Tony Stark went missing or something. Either way, though. Um, but that was, what, Jeff Bridges? Yeah. So what movies y'all looking forward to next year? Uh, Avengers, obviously. Black Panther. Black Panther as well. Uh, Pacific Rim Uprising. That should be pretty cool. Uh, doesn't Wreck-It Ralph 2 come out? Incredibles 2 come out next year? I never saw um, Wreck-It Ralph, so... <laughs> I know they, I that was actually pretty good. I've heard, yeah, but I, just, I never saw it, so I personally am not excited about it, but... Uh, what else is there? Well, obviously, you've already said the Avengers. I'm excited for the Avengers. Avengers and Black Panther are at the top of my list. Uh, is Solo coming out next year? Solo is coming out, like, in yeah, May? Not May. Five months, no trailer yet? That can't be right. I mean, they've been doing them in December every year. I'd be surprised if they broke that trend. That would... Unless they have... It depends. Are as far they... as I know, they're still working on it, so no, there's... it can't be me. Uh, there's a, a movie called Annihilation that I'm kind of interested in seeing. It's got Natalie Portman in it. It's uh, some kind of like extraterrestrial biological disaster in some area. Um... There's a movie. Uh, I kind of want to see a Wrinkle in Time, and I kind of don't. I mean, I'm sure that'll be fine. I, mean, I remember the book from when I was a kid, but I'm trying to think. Um, I want to see that movie. Um, the movie uh, they had like running the trailers. Uh, the Quiet Place. Uh, oh, yeah. Um, I want to see that. that. Yeah, that trailer looked like intense. Yeah, creepy as hell. Downsizing looks looks fun. That it's already out though. I believe it's out. Is it? I think yeah. okay. Yeah, pretty sure. Um, I just remember seeing a trailer for that. According to IMDb, Solo comes out May twenty fifth. Really? And they don't have a trailer for it yet? No, they don't have a trailer for This goes back to that. Do they really need a trailer? All they need is a screenshot with a date and a title, and people will sue their pants. This could be testing that theory. And if they would have hyped it too much any earlier, it would steal thunder from the movie that no one loves. Now, um, so, but it does seem well. That does seem kind of close to to the Avengers. It is odd that I know that they're different studios. Anyway, they're all under Disney's umbrella, so I'm surprised they would put out their two like big money makers in the same month like that. Quarter of a cog. Quarter of a cog. Full circle. I'm a little worried about Solo, to be honest. Well, yeah, there is a lot of there is a lot to worry about because uh, Disney did fire the directors and brought in Ron Howard. Yeah. 
But it's Ron Howard. He's but also, cool. also they had to get the guy who's playing Han Solo. Apparently, they had to do some reshoots and get him like an acting coach or something. Um, there's also yeah, maybe that's why they're like we're just gonna put this. Hopefully, it gets over. If it's bad, it gets overshadowed by Avengers. Well, I mean, is there any uh, DC? Cinematic movies come out. Let's see. Um. Uh, I do not know. I know it's not a movie, but I'm I'm like actually eagerly waiting. Coolie Coolie season two. You know, I saw that and like it's been what ten years since the first season. It's been longer than ten years. I was say. I mean, uh, July. Uh, let's see. What is it? Samurai Jack esque gap, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, but uh, I that is uh, one of the animes from. Uh, yeah, Cooley Cooley aired yeah. like 2000. Yeah, it's that I. We're watching that back in the day. It's just crazy that I really never expected it to get any any sequels or anything. It's getting two seasons. Two and three. Yeah, are they both going to be like four episodes or something? Yeah. I would. I don't know, but it's but it's the same. It's the same director, and it's the pillows are part of it. So. Huh. I would like. I would like them to finish up season two of Attack on Titan. So here's the thing. You know when Avengers comes out? When? May fourth. <laughs> Why do you not put your Star Wars movie on May 4th? That is an odd choice. That is. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just May really. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if. I mean, I mean if you the, could swap them, it's it's two weeks, yeah, you know, three weeks. There's only so many, like, years out of the cycle where May the 4th flat falls on a Friday. Yeah, they missed a golden opportunity. They're gonna release yeah. it in May of this year. They right? Really should have done that. Yeah. If it was gonna be back in December, sure. Yeah, don't rush it up like several. Right, months. right. But, but if it's gonna be in May, three weeks. I don't know how much you're gonna get done in three weeks. Yeah. Either way, I have way more jazz for uh, Avengers than Solo. Yeah. Well, let's see. Um let's see. Oh what really what all is coming out? Uh see. Uh da, da, da. Day of the Dead Bloodline. Huh. No, the campaign started just 13 years. It's 13 years. To Let's see. Day of the Dead Bloodline. Small group of military personnel spawn on the ground bunker. I guess they're. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm not surprised. They've remade all the other core Romero zombie movies. Yeah. Well, hell, um, Romero even got in on the train and made some new ones. Land of the Dead. Yeah, well, I enjoyed Land Di of the Dead. Diary uh, of the Dead. 
George Romero is one of those guys where I'm like, he's still alive every time. He's I He's not. No, he's I don't not anymore. Yeah. Diary of the Dead was good. Yeah, uh, but like I don't. Uh, what was the the last one he did was like Survival of the Dead or something. He did one after Land of the Dead, but before Diary of the Dead. Isn't isn't that the one where like they're on an island or something? Yeah, it's like I, it's like Scottish or Irish on an island, and they're trying to teach the the the, the undead to eat something other than people. Uh, yeah, something like that. I, I, don't I do remember. remember seeing parts of that. Let's see, uh, God. Oh yeah, uh, the the third Maze Runner movie. I enjoyed the first two. Uh, yeah, that's coming out. I, I want to go see that. Uh, yeah. trailer for that earlier Now, um. Let's see, that's coming out in January, uh, towards the end of January. Uh, another Fifty Shades movie uh, is coming out. Uh, let's see, Black Panther in February. Um, that Death Wish was Bruce Willis, the remake. Let's see, um. Yeah, you would be correct, sir. Yeah. Uh, see, uh, you got Pacific Rim in March. Chapa uh, I bet you that's about. The, the Kennedy Super Troopers too. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Finally. yeah that, uh, that's like a movie that's been that's like, like twenty kick, years ago. Is it like Kickstarter? They, or that like got that? Kickstarter. In fact, uh, uh, me and Amanda joked because uh, one of the Kickstarters pledge packages, you could have them show up and be bridesmaids in your wedding. Huh. That's interesting. I wonder how did they did someone take him up on that? Uh, I don't know, <laughs> but it was like five grand. Wow, was that the very highest one, or was there something even higher? Yeah, like there were ones where you got to have a walk-on role in the movie. Uh, there was one where you got one of their cop cars, like an actual functioning car. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so. pull over. Oh, um. If they Jurassic did that, World Fallen they... Kingdom. Ah, ah. Uh, but, yeah. Super Trooper 2 in April. Um, the untitled Deadpool sequel. Isn't it just Deadpool 2? Uh, Incredible you know, For all I know, it could be called literally the untitled Deadpool sequel. I can see that. Uh, right there. Type of humor. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, isn't there like an X Men movie coming out? Um, there's an X. What's it? Um, the Phoenix, Dark Phoenix. New yeah. Mutants. Well, Dark Phoenix is coming out at some point, but um, New Mutants is coming out. They're doing like an X-Men Battle Angel movie. Alita or Alita Battle Angel. I want to see that. Ant-Man and Wall and, and the Wasp. Oh, is that coming out next year? That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. The Predator. Um, so, so yeah, uh, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom's coming out in June. Ant-Man and the Wasp, July. 
Um, Battle Angel Alita, that's also <laughs> July. Uh, Which, they, you know why they changed the name? Or they changed the name around for that? Is because James Cameron just puts out movies with either A or T in the title. So he didn't want to fuck a trend. Is that the real reason? Hey, didn't he do dances with wolves? He didn't do dances. I don't think he did dances. He's done Terminator, Avatar, Terminator 2, The Abyss, Titanic. I think the only only movie that kind of bucks that trend, True Lies, was one of the movies. Uh, <laughs> like Piranha 2, the sequel. <laughs> Alright, so... Oh, you know, the reason I associate sure, uh, James Cameron with Dances with Wolves is because of that, uh, apparently, uh, statement he made leaving the courtroom that he wasn't ripping off Dances with Wolves, he was ripping off Fern Gully. That's what he made out no, uh, so I thought it was the, uh, the opposite of that. Either way, both yeah. of those were mentioned at some point yeah, during and, sort and, of like divorce hearings or something. Right, in his divorce hearing, it, it was quoted the fight that started because he pitched Dances and Wolves in Space to his wife, you know, uh, you know caused them to. She laughed at the idea and apparently caused a fight that was cited as the reason for the divorce. Uh, but no, there is definitely, it's, uh, I mean... Well, he's got, like, uh, his director credits is a lot of what I'm talking well, about. But, like, but, you know, uh, I mean, and, uh, definitely, uh, you've got, are they doing five avatars? Evidently. I thought it was only three. Uh, but apparently Avatar 5 comes out in 2025. Um, well, hasn't it been almost ten years since the first Avatar movie? Damn, came man, out? I came out when I was in high school. Uh, see, the Informationist and the Last Train from Hiroshima, Ghost of the Abyss, but the uh, Expedition Bismarck. Uh, so evidently, there are several that buck. Yeah, Earthship TV. But so that's a uh, TV movie. But is, are these his director credits? Or yes, Exogenitus. I'd be very surprised if that part was the two. actual reason for the name change. That sounds yeah. like something someone would so, point, uh, some like smartass would point out on the internet or something. So how do you? Uh, well, okay, the Terminator I guess was a bigger budget movie, but it was still. Eh. But how do you watch Piranha Part Two: The Spawning and say? You know what? Let's give this guy a major sci-fi budget movie. I believe the story behind Piranha 2 The Spawning was that they kicked him off the project. Because he wasn't doing what the producer wanted him to do. Whatever. And so he had to sneak in and see how it was doing. He, he's not necessarily proud about Piranha 2. <laughs> What? That's not the the highlight of his career. Him directing Piranha Part Two, The Spawning. Um, Have you ever seen Piranha Part One? <laughs> uh, no, like, no, I haven't. That is like right, well, a crazy. 
Maybe. Can't be 70s horror movie. Either but way. anyway. Either way. Let's wrap it up, I think. Yeah. Uh, but yes, X-Men Dark Phoenix is coming out in November. And in December, they do not have a Star Wars movie coming out. But they do have Wreck-It Ralph 2. Okay. Well, that's in November. Yeah, that's so I guess Dark November. Phoenix is going to be the last of the Fox X-Men movies, then. Uh, maybe. Uh, they they bought the studio because they, they could legitimately let the X-Men stay in their own universe for a while. Let them keep going with their plan. It's not like they're not making money off them. <laughs> they're not making Marvel money off of them, though. Well, fair enough, but... I feel like... If I'm Disney and I buy the property, I want to, as quickly as possible, put them into your giant money printing machine that is the MCU. Yeah, you want to get your money back. And I think they've already said that that's what they're going to do. So, I they own okay, the Simpsons so, now, don't they? Yes. Evidently, yeah. We talked about this a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, a number I mean, of things that don't immediately pop into your head when you hear that Disney's bought Fox. Um, Aliens, Predator, yeah, including those. Uh, and the one Star Wars movie they didn't have the rights to. Because uh, Fox had the rights to A New Hope. What an odd little quirk that was. Because Lucas never had the rights to that. Uh, but, yeah, uh, Aquaman is the December DC movie you were asking about. But, uh, but yeah. Has DC got anything else coming out next year? Not a lot that I saw. Uh, the Venom movie comes out in like, September or October? Yeah, Venom in October, and then there's also Spider, Spider-Man Spider Into the Spider-Verse coming out in December. That could be an that, I think that's the that's animated a, one. It is, and it looks really cheaply animated, too. Like, it seems like... The, it looks more like a TV movie than a theatrical release. Yeah, and New Mutants in April. Uh, yeah, so... Place in April. Yeah, um... Oh, it is. It, is it? Is that a car upside down? Yes. Ted okay. Kennedy's. It's Ted Kennedy. Yeah. Hope check. Alright. That being said, do you have final thoughts? Um, I did go see Jumanji today. What'd you think? It was good. I liked it. <laughs> it's not at all the same tone or anything else as the first Jumanji movie. Um, but I very much enjoyed it. It's a charming little movie. It's a. It seemed like it'd be a laugh, yeah. a good, a fun movie to go um, see. Yeah. Um, all the actors did a good job, like acting as though they were like teenagers in adult bodies. Like at one point, two of them kiss, and like neither of them had kissed anyone before, and it was a really awkward thing. And um, Kieran Gillen was uh, playing like a young, like kind of nerdy girl inside of. Karen Gillan's body, and, like, there was a point where she was trying to, like, flirt with some guards to cause a distraction, and she did a good job, like, incompetently flirting. <laughs> like, uh, Kevin Hart was really funny. The Rock is always really fun. Uh, he is a surprisingly good comedic actor. Yeah. The Rock? Yes. Oh, yeah. I mean, The Rock's got range, man. But, actually, I want to see that movie with him, the Rampage movie. 
I want to see that. Yeah, I mean, he also apparently has endless time to make movies. <laughs> That's coming out, like, what, a couple weeks from now or something? But, um, yeah, and then Jack Black was really funny as a teenage girl inside of the body of Jack Black. So, it, it, it was a fun watch. You could definitely do worse to go. Like, it's a good way to spend money on a bad day. Like, if you got some time to kill here in the next week or so. If you have Movie Pass, go check it out. Sure. <laughs> Which I still wonder how they're getting away with that, how that's working. Final thought? Just stay warm. It's cold. Apparently, it's going to be cold as shit on New Year's Eve. It's going to be cold. Yeah. Quite cold. Like single digit wind chill, yeah. Yeah. I think it's not supposed to get warmer. Uh, out. Or above 40 all next week here. Oh. Um, Winter for, is here. For um, Redshirt Steve and any of you other Wisconsin folk, I hope you had a good chuckle at us complaining about 40 degree cold. But, um, well, the high today was 18, so... Yeah. Really, I was outside earlier. It didn't feel that bad. It was in the 30s. The high yesterday was in the teens. Oh, okay. The high yesterday was 18. Okay, yeah. Uh, but... It wasn't real windy, so it didn't get real bad. Oh, but it's still lighting but... cold. Oh, <laughs> yeah, just stay warm. You don't have to be out. Don't be out. That's my final thought. All right. You got one for us, Larry? Yeah, come out and buy comics. <laughs> There's nothing better than a cold winter day than cuddling up with a good comic yeah, and I playing mean, board games. Buy them all now. Buy them all. All the comics. I mean, there's a little bit of truth buried in that shameless play. <laughs> and where would people go to find these comics and board games, Larry? Why, of course, Comic City 2 in Madison, Tennessee. Son of Maddie. Oh, <sighs> Whatever happened to Gomer? Gomer doesn't love us anymore. You hear that, Gomer? You're walking fuzzball. I mean, don't. I mean, being rid of Gomer is not something to complain about, Larry. Eh. He always such had such passion when he said "son of Maddie." <laughs> well, I know that I will be back for episode 200. I promise Excellent. you that. Excellent. And I'll, I'll be sure to schedule it at various times to make you well, guess. I mean, don't <laughs> schedule off now because God knows how many like we're actually going to record between now and then in the next You'll, 18 weeks. I'll, I'll, uh, have it, I'll have it figured out and then it'll be like moved back about three months. Because yeah, I mean, have out. you learned nothing from uh, <laughs> what was it? All, I'm, all, I'm saying, yeah. all I'm saying is I will be back for episode well, 200. There may be an episode or two before I come back for that, but I'm definitely coming back for episode 200. I mean, I guess worst case scenario, we can, like, record you saying something and, like, play it back on episode 200. <laughs> hey, guys. I'm so glad I could make it to the 200th episode. Speaking of... What a beautiful uh, May day it is when, in fact, it's, like, uh, like yeah. late July or whatever we actually do. Uh, Carrie Fisher was in the, uh, the Family Guy Christmas special. Was she? Yeah, she's Peter Griffin's boss. So that's the second time she's been in a Christmas special. What was, I wonder, the last thing she did that's going to be aired? I don't know. And well, this one thing, like, she only had a couple of lines. They could have pulled it from other stuff, but 
I mean, she did mention Christmas, so... I mean, it wouldn't have took much for them to record those lines in advance, too, with, you know, being voiceover work. Yeah. I think we just had our uh, one-year anniversary of her death, I think, the last couple of days, right? Right. Yeah. Well, what a somber note to end on. Nice one, Larry. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for that. Yeah, no, I hear depressing people. That's what I do. Always got to bring it down. Yeah. You can find us online at compc2.com, ourik3.com, or anywhere. Does bad. Comic City 2 have a Twitter? Yes. Oh. And an Instagram. And a, a Google Plus. I don't do. We don't have a MySpace well, page, but yeah. <laughs> get one just for the I mean, you were using Google Plus, so apparently you're not adverse to things that people Eddie. don't actually use. Well, it comes free with the YouTube channel. But oh. <laughs> yeah, I'm shitting on Google. I mean, Google Plus is fine. It's, yeah, it, it's like I, Facebook with less advertising. It's just something that I guess never pops into my mind because I think I had a Google Plus set up in college, but I haven't thought about it since then. If you have a Gmail account, you have a Google Plus. They oh, give well, you one you free. Uh, most uh, of my work emails. If you have a Gmail account, account so. you have like essentially a YouTube account. I mean, essentially, yeah, because it's all tied to one. It's one of those things that you didn't know you had. Uh, yeah, that's they, the best way to advertise right? <laughs> some of the it, things that people don't know they have. Basically, it, it's like your uvula. Sure, you've seen it. You know it's back there just dangling around. But how often do you actually think about it? That's a pretty good comparison, Larry. And what is it really good for? I have no idea. Nobody knows. Not even Mr. Al. Uh, anyway. Mr. Al was a bat, but he did not earn his reputation. All he ever did was just steal that kid's candy. And eat did. it in front of him. Yeah. Very mockingly. What an asshole Mr. Al was. A two. A three. Three. Oh, wait, bitch. Uh, or come join us live next Thursday at 7.30 here at Comic City 2, Madison, Tennessee. I mean, as you can tell... You already did it, David. You can't do it twice. But as you can tell by our standards of professionalism, we will let anyone just sit in and just, like, talk if you want to. Oh. Even David. Oh, happy New Year's, everybody! Oh yeah. So, uh, oh, this was our last recording of 2017. Uh, I guess so we should have done the, the the best of 2017 stuff. Well, you can uh, do the best of 2017 in the first episode of 2018. Then it'll be officially over. I mean, I feel like uh, there's nothing coming out in the next couple of days that's kind of like <laughs> dramatically changed that yeah. list. Yeah, and like yeah, I feel like we should have flipped that. We should have like done like the looking forward to 2018 next week and the looking back to 2017 this week. I just discovered Earth Chan last night, so I don't even know what that is. <laughs> oh wait, yes I do. It's like the Earth is an anime girl. Right? Yes. Okay, I do. Know what that Earth is. is an anime girl. Earth is an anime girl. It's got yeah. like you know green and blue hair in the shape of the continents. In the ocean. 
Just Google it. They like they have like a whole whole thing I'm like scared. You know. <laughs> Look, you showed me that fucking she wears a hat <laughs> earlier today, and I could understand why you think this might be a revenge. It's actually not. It's fine. Fair <laughs> enough. She wears like a NASA shirt. Her mother's like the Big Bang. <laughs> Either way. Anyway, see you next time, guys. Same geek time.